I really desire that there is a lot more healthy content on the radio for listeners. I wasn't paid, I wasn't on a salary for, for a year and a half. It was really, really painful. Hello and welcome to Behind Radio, where you get to meet incredible personalities with various radio success stories. From being on air to production and management, the hosts, producers, content creators and more. Here's your host, Visayo. Hello and welcome to Behind Radio. My name is Fisayo Dayosamo and here with me on Skype today is Gabriela Daniels. You're welcome, Gabriela. Thank you so much. Hi. Good to have you on the show today. Same here. My pleasure. My pleasure. All right. So, Gabriela is the head of programs at OTFM Asaba and the breakfast show host. Hmm, quite interesting. So we have a head of program on the show today. I'm sure my audience will be willing to learn from you on the show. I know, right? Yeah. Sure, it'll be my pleasure. All right. So thank you. So we'd love to know you, who is Gabriela and let's just know everything about you that you could tell us on the show today. Everything? No, <laughs> I, at least this that which you know. <laughs> Okay, well, my name is Gabriela, Gabriela Daniels, on-air name Gabriela. I, I work with HFM, ASAPA, presently the head of programs um, here at the station. I've been here for uh, two years or so now. Before then, I was with Silverbird, and then I moved over to HFM in 2016, generally. Uh, for me, radio wasn't really my mainstay. I never, ever thought I would ever be on radio. Uh, even though I studied journalism, but you know, my focus was TV. I wanted to be a TV broadcaster, a newscaster, uh, just like Cyril Silver. Cyril Silver was my <laughs> was my role model while growing up. You know, and then after school, I was you know waiting on IT, and then a friend of mine. Um, walked up to me and said, hey, a friend of mine on the radio at Summerbed wants a guest on her show, some lady show, whatever. I'm like, sure. It'll be me. And then I went on her show as a guest. And then the Summerbed manager at the time listened and heard my voice and said, you wanted me on the team, blah, blah, blah. And that's it. Here I am on the radio now at Heart FM. So, yeah, sort of. All right. That's quite interesting. So you, you you said you never thought of being on radio because you prefer the TV, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so coming from mm-hmm. Silver, yeah. coming coming from Silverbird to um, being um, behind radio, how has it been? How has the transition been for you as a person? Well, it has been quite challenging, like you know, most OEPs would say. I I find that you know it's a lot more difficult to be on the radio than on TV. That's because you have nothing but your voice, you know? And it's, it's been quite challenging, especially when I was in Silverbed, you know, being a novice, having no experience whatsoever being on the radio, stumbling and learning on the job and all that. But in the same, in the same vein, it's actually been fun. I think one of the things that has kept me so far and that has helped me, you know, um, get up to where I'm right now in the radio is the fact that I love the media. I absolutely do. So even when it's challenging, even when it's tough, you know, I still find some strength to pull through. While I was at 
uh, so but I wasn't paid I wasn't on a salary for a year and a half you know but staying on the job in fact you know quit at the time just because you know it was really really painful not having to earn uh, pay having to hustle on my own end and trying to you know I would probably not be here today if I quit you know so yes it has had its ups and downs it's all right morning and Oftentimes, part of the feedback we've been getting, uh, getting from behind radio so far is some people say that because of the challenges they face on radio, then they don't get to, you know, explore the opportunities. Some of them get to the middle point and they just let go because of the challenges they face. So what, what would you have to say about that? Oh. Well, like I said earlier, I think it, it just boils down to your love for the job. If you really have a passion, because if you if you are in the job for the money or for the fame, what if they don't come at the time you expect? It means you're going to be discouraged. It means you're probably going to quit. You know, and that's where people who you know quit get in, fall into it, sort of. So, I, I mean, it, it, the only means in the radio is you know just having a love for, for the job. If you can do the job for free for the rest of your life, then you know you, your passion is actually genuine. And then alone can you actually begin to thrive on the radio. Because people feel the energy and the vibe that you're trying to connect them to. So if you don't have that passion to start with, you can't even begin to connect with your audience in a way that will make you different from every other OEP that listens on the radio. So passion for me is paramount. It's key. For any way people want to be successful in the industry. So, talking about passion, <laughs> did you have passion for for radio, for media as a whole while growing up, or it started while you got the exposure into Silverbed? Well, funny enough, I've always wanted to be a journalist while I was growing up. As a kid, I far back remember when I was six. When my dad used to see the nine o'clock news on NTA, and I would begin to mimic Silva, you know, because I wanted to be like that. So all through my growing up, I always wanted to be a journalist, a TV broadcaster, a newscaster, you know. And then when I got to secondary school, I got into SS1 and SS3. It kind of changed, you know, I, because my dad is a medical doctor, and he wanted me to be in the sciences. So I, I didn't have to be a medical doctor, which was me out of because I did med- I medicine or I did a course so I had to opt for architecture and then when I finished secondary school I didn't get the admission that year and then I had to switch to computer engineering which I still didn't get and in AC college in just uh, where you know um, had admissions open and all that so I had to apply for journalism and then funny enough I just found my way back to my first law so you find your way back to journalism because let's say this OAP is also part yeah. of journalism and it's also media. So let's say Gabriela had yeah. had media in it in her heart while she was a child growing up as a child. She has always wanted to be a journalist, and now she's and she's into media as a whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let I want to you know leave work outside and I want to know who Gabriela is outside media outside work <laughs> <laughs> ok 
Okay, well, um, it's quite ironical. Gabriella off the radio is an introvert. Gabriella is a really shy person. Everybody finds that hard to believe, you know, because of my personality on the radio, but it's true. I'm actually a shy person. If you meet me one-on-one, I'm a very quiet, calm person. I really don't like attention as much as I can. I try to avoid attention, except for when I have to work or or whatever. Um, I'm a I I have a lot of business, so I have a lot of, my hands are into a lot of business ventures here and there. Um, I love to cook a lot when I'm stressed. I love to unwind by cooking, just fixing up anything at all. Um, I'm a fun person, but I'll rather have fun in my room, watching TV, eating my popcorn, than having to hang out <laughs> with anybody, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> Um, yeah, Gabby is a lot quite different from Gabriella on the radio. Um, generally, very, very quiet, into myself, calm person, you know, off the radio. So, you're into business. Let me let me hear the, the, side, the business side of you. If you are gentle and introvert, how do you communicate well with you know, your buyers? <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. I've been able to I've been able to draw the line between my personal life and work. Cause you know, when I'm on the radio, I'm a totally different, totally different you know, personality. I'm excited, I'm fun, I'm energetic and all of that. Same applies to my business. When I have to work off the radio in any of my businesses, I also apply the same thing. So that's why I said earlier, it's really hard for people to believe when I tell them, you know, I'm really shy. Only people who are close to me know that I'm actually much of an introvert, you know, know that, okay, Gabby is not all, all, all up in your faces, you know. So for me, what works is when it's work time, it's work time. I condition my mind and my everything. So I know this is work and I have to do it. I have to kill it. So when I have to attend to clients, when I have to fix orders or whatever it is that I do, I do it, you know, with the, with the mindset that this is work and it has to be done. And, you know, I'm assertive and all of that when it's necessary. Same applies when I'm on air, same applies when I'm probably anchoring an event or whatever. But when I'm done with all of that, I come back into my shell and be myself. So you can probably say I have a lot. People tell me a lot that I have a lot of multiple more, more personalities. So um, I don't know. Maybe that's just it. But yeah. <laughs> I kind of know how to balance it and what works for this time and what works for my time. You mm. know? quite interesting so let's say you you just you're just good at switching roles switching your personalities yeah well yeah you could say that <laughs> <laughs> all right so talking about your role at otfm asaba the head of program so would love to know what what does it entail to be a head of program what are the job description like well, um, being a head of the department, definitely, you know, you have to oversee the ongoings of, you know, the daily tasks in that department. So I'm also kind of like a quality control officer. So, you know, anything that has to go on air, edit presenter, programs, everything of that sort, I make sure that it's up to the house style and the standard of what of them. You know, so, you know, it, it's, it's been quite a task, but one day at a time, I take it one day at a time. So yeah, basically I have to ensure that the right things are said on air, the wrong things are not, right presenters for the job, for each bell, um, adverts, sound, music, everything has to be in line with the house style of other firm. That's beautiful. So being a head of 
programs would you say you had time to do other things um aside them um, um, monitoring um, the activities going on in the radio station yeah well funny enough i actually do it would you'll be shocked at the number of things i actually do right now you'll be <laughs> amazed i don't even know how i do it but i just find a way to get around it i have no idea i can't even explain how i manage all of it for you know like i said one day at a time when i'm not in the station i have to monitor when i'm in the station i have to attend to things and all of that yeah so some way somehow i find a way to go around everything mm, very beautiful so i'm curious how does it feel being interviewed by someone else today knowing the fact that you have always been the one <laughs> interviewing all that <laughs> Trust me, this is weird. Like this is super weird. I mm-hmm. I feel really awkward mm-hmm. right now. You know, yeah. I, I mean, it, I've been interviewed just a few times, and each time I feel nervous. Like, oh my god, what am, what are they going to ask me right now? I hope I'm going to have the right answers for what I'm going to be asked. You know. So yeah, it kind of feels a little awkward. <laughs> but yeah, let's bring the one interviewing all that. So, do you feel? I do, right? But <laughs> <laughs> do you feel same? Okay, do you feel like that when you interview others? No, funny enough, you know it's it's you know it's a different ball game when you are interviewing someone and when you're the one who's being interviewed because when you're interviewing someone you have all the cards you know what next you're gonna say you know where you're driving at you know the mission for which you know you're interviewing that person you know what you want to achieve but when you're being interviewed you have no idea like I don't even know what next you're gonna ask me right now I'm not gonna have the right answers to it I'm like not you know so it kind of it, of course it's a totally different ball game and trust me I don't like this. This position at all? I'd rather be on the other side doing the interviewing and not here, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm placing you on a hot seat now. So, what's the craziest thing you ever done behind radio? Huh? The craziest thing behind the radio? Define craziest. Let me let me understand the angle from which you're coming. <laughs> so what do you mean by crazy? <laughs> so we, we know that um, there are so many things that happen um, in the studio where you know. Your audience are not seeing you. They are just hearing your voice. So, so many things go all around um, in the studio that we, your audience do, or your listeners don't even know about. Some people say they are always on mm-hmm. boxers when they are reading news. Some <laughs> say they are eating while reading, um, taking their show. Some say they are just cheating. Mm-hmm. Some say they are just painting their nails, you know, mm-hmm. while you know, I'm calling the program. So, what's your own craziest um, moment behind radio? Uh, huh. That will be really hard to say. Mm. Well, well, for starters, I'm always on the breakfast show. My sh- my shift starts at five a.m. So naturally, I'm always either in my pajamas or I'm probably just wearing a nice top over my shorts or whatever. You know, so that's already a given. But for craziest, ah, uh, I think that will probably be. Um, I gotta think about it. Um, okay, there was this time I was on the air, and my fiance had stopped by to see me. And he came into the studio. I was still on air. I was talking. I was talking to a caller, and I was talking to him at the same time. And um, we it was it was it was quite hilarious because I had to. I had to pay attention to what the caller was saying and respond to what the caller was saying. And at the same time, I was talking to my fiance. So I don't even know how I pulled it off, but it did work. It happened. So let's let's take for a moment where you were talking to a caller and what you were telling your fiance, you know, just came into the air. How would you have felt? 
Like, <laughs> that would have been really embarrassing. It would have been so embarrassing. Okay, okay. So, so, thank God it didn't. I don't uh, know. It would be. It would have been really, really embarrassing. <laughs> so that was that was that was a risk. A risk you just pulled out there, you know. I know, right? It really, 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 it was roughly, serious roughly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we would love to, you know, have a taste of what you do on radio, and we want you to know just come into that mode of being anchoring a program on your radio show and, um, just let us feel the vibes of what you do on your breakfast show. Would you love to do that first? Um, you want me to like act like I'm on my show or just freestyle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just freestyle, act as if you're on your show. Just you know, give us an intro of what you do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, this actually really feels different. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, two, okay, three, let's go. Try. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me try. Okay. Hey guys, how you doing? Hope you're having a great, fantastic day. It's 11.30 a.m. and I'm having a blast right here with Behind the Radio. Dio is an amazing lady. I'm enjoying her asking me all the crazy questions, but hey, not to worry. Lots of more banging music coming right up for you. This is Gabrielle on the MIC and I'll be here all the way to 1 p.m. on the breakfast show and the midday show, whatever. So stay tuned. This is blah, 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 coming through from blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Oh, this feels really different. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Oh, oh, oh. Nice one, nice one. Oh, <laughs> I'm actually blushing right now. Like I'm covering my face literally. Like, no, oh God, I no, just no, no, no. You, you just <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. I enjoyed it, and I was just nodding my head. Yeah, like okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. So, coming back to, coming back to um, radio as media. So, what are the things you think that can be imputed um, when it comes to um, presenting? Presenting. What are the things that you've observed so far that you feel that should be taken out, and things that should be imputed to make um, radio better today? Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, I really love that question. Quite an interesting one. Um, I think that it's quite important for presenters and you know, uh, aspiring presenters to know that being on air is not just for the fun of it. Yeah, the job is, is real fun when you're on air, but it's not just about that. I think that's the most important thing for me to find that, you know, aspiring presenters and even uh, already existing presenters know that this is more like a, a mission, so to speak, because I've come to learn over a couple of years on the radio that radio is a powerful tool the radio can actually shape the future of the nation. It could actually shape the society. That's because whether people like it or not, whatever they hear over the radio, they believe it. It's registered somewhere in their subconscious. So it means that whatever we say as presenters on the radio is actually so sensitive and we don't we, we mustn't play or you know just run over anything we say carelessly. So I find that to be very, very, very important for people to know. So if there's anything at all, I feel like there should be some um, you know, um, body or something 
to regulate the kind of things that are said on air. I know we have the NBC and all that, but that's just for music. We don't have nothing regulating OEPs and what they say on air and, you know, the kind of words and, you know, whatever uh, suggestions, opinions that are put out, out there because it's quite important. For instance, I'll give you an instance. Someone calls in on your show. It's probably a musical question and it says, please play me. Uh, what now? I want to die or... I hate my life by social artists. I am like, why do you want a song? I'm like, oh, I feel horrible. My girlfriend broke up with me and I feel really down or whatever. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. And as a presenter, you probably go say, oh, well, I mean, why would you even bother about that, babe? You know, move on with your life. If not, move on. Go kill yourself now, for instance, you know. And then you don't even know what that person, you don't know if that person just, you know, use the last straw of strength to put that call through. Mm-hmm. And you as a presenter, it's in your power, it's in your place to either encourage that person to go commit suicide or give that person a ray of light and hope mm. for a better tomorrow. Mm. So I feel like, you know, the job is really, I feel like radio is even a lot more sensitive as a job than the job of a president because whether people like it or not, everybody loves music, yes? Mm. But whether we like it or not, whatever you hear a presenter say on air is almost law. It registers in your subconscious whether it's true or whether it's not, whether it's gossip, whether it's good, whether it's bad, some way, somehow. It registers. So I feel like there should be some sort of regulation, you know, that will curtail the kind of things that presenters put out there as content. And talking about content, I think that's something that we should, you know, bring in to the industry a lot more. Mm-hmm. I know that we have a lot of radio stations or probably radio uh, um, program belts that are just music inclined. But nonetheless, I feel like if we can instill a lot more healthy content, a lot more um, productive, positive content, we can actually begin to make a lot more impact because now in the time that we live in, everybody wants to be a presenter. Everybody wants to be an OEP. And that's because you're going to be popular. People are going to love you, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, away from all that, there is a task. There is a responsibility to being on the job and not just being just because you can speak English or just because you're good looking or you have a very beautiful sounding voice or whatever. You can be on the, on the, on the radio. You know, you are, it's, it's more like a calling for me. Because whether you like it or not, the kind of music you play on your show either influences, either... Okay, yeah, I, I, I kind of see being on the radio as an OEP as more like a calling and not just another job that you get paid for. You know, so if there could... I really desire that there is a lot more healthy content on the radio for listener, for, for the listener to, to, you know, to take in. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, quite, quite, quite educating, I, I must say. You know, this is my first time of, um, you know, knowing that there is no regulatory um, process um, for, for, for HOAP. I, I know that we have NBC, so I, I didn't know that it didn't boil down to um, <laughs> present it as a whole. So I, I actually learned from what you just said. And I'm sure our listeners too are also learning from you. From what you said, I, I have I've seen some people who say they just want to, you know, go into presenting just because of the fame, and because they they will you know they'll get to meet some celebrities and get to be known on social media. And uh, from what you said, I feel it goes beyond that because it's not just the fame. So when the fame is not there, what will keep you going? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, 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 so I, I learned from that. So, because presenting and being on radio should 
go beyond the um, the physical fame. It should go beyond the attention you get on social media. It should be what you want to put on the table for people to see, for people to learn from. Because if you're not adding values to mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, I think you should not, you know, be held. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, if, <laughs> if, if radio, if media is taken away from you today and um, you're at that point and you, that point you, you feel like, I just want to leave radio. I want to leave media. I just want to venture into something that's aside media. You know, I just want to start my life all over again. I just want to start my career all over again. Mm. What would that be? Um, that's absolutely not possible. It's impossible. Okay. <laughs> I can't think of any other thing. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Okay. Well, if you're putting on that situation, you're putting in that situation to say, Gabriela, we we are taking everything away from you. Media, everything. We are taking it away from you. Please choose something else to start with. What would that be? I- um. The question is. If I'm put in a position where I have to pick something else, yeah. what would that be, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, it's not a hard thought to make or hard decision to make because I already am uh, into a lot of different media, so I would probably just fall back to my business. I have a couple of um, business ventures right now. Even though some of them are media related, but I've got a few that are not just you know, playing business. So I would probably just fall back, you know, to business, basically. Mm. Okay. That's, that's beautiful. So, so I know that if you had to choose all over again, I'm sure you want to choose media all over again. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> all right. So I see the passion in Gabriela. I see the, you know, the zeal in which she put into what she does even though, even though i'm not seeing you right now i could feel the vibes i could feel the vibes through through the communication yeah i know that you're not just into radio just because you want to be into it you're there because you have passion for it okay. and i think that's what our community people should not should not emulate they shouldn't Absolutely. just go there just because they want to go there and they don't just show off you know some people don't even know why they just they got mm-hmm. started yeah so i think they should sit down and you know check Absolutely. back what's and why am i you know going into this career why am exactly. I choosing this career? Mm-hmm. Because it will actually help Absolutely. them go a long way. So thank you so much for you know yeah. adding value to us today on the show. Thank I must too. say I actually learned. I must say I actually learned from you. Oh, so before we thank know, you know having me. Mm, yes, I'm blushing like I'm blushing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before we you know wrap it up today, what will be your advice for those who are starting up to be um, a presenter who wants to go into okay, let's just say the OAP as well because I think the OAP is more, 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 more known than the present itself. Mm. Mm. Okay, the one thing I'll tell any aspiring OAP right now is. Let's say one or two. Can I say two? Yeah. Even though they're like two in Even one, yeah. three or four. Just <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I think the very first thing I would tell an aspiring OAP is you got to know, you, you have to find out for yourself why you want to be an OAP. It's very key. You The, the purpose which you want to be an OAP will determine how successful you'll be in the career. I will determine how long you stay in the industry as an OAP. So if you want, if you probably have the your passion, you, your, what's it, now the interest to be an OAP, I would ask you first of all, why do you want to be an OAP? So you got to figure out the why first. And if it's a storm, there are going to be lots of challenges, so many challenges as an OEP. You start up you know, your career on the, on the ground level. You have to be ready to weather any sort of challenge whatsoever, not giving up. Because if you if you start something and you give up, it means the next thing you're going to start, you're going to give up. And then if you keep starting things and giving up, you will never really build anything for yourself. So as when you find out the reason why you will only be an OEP, you got to also determine never ever to give up for whatever reason. You have to be ready to put in the work because there's a lot of work in being a presenter, being an OAP. You got to be ready to put in the work that entails being an OAP, a successful OAP, and be ready to hesitate until you get to that peak where you can say, Yes, I'm a successful OAP. So you got to be really determined, your mind absolutely made up, no turning back. No jumping into another career uh, just because it pays more. You're going to be here and you're going to be here for the rest of the time you want to be until you get successful. So these are the two things I would um, I would advise any aspiring OEP to pay hmm. attention to your, your career and your life. And you're going to be ready and determined to stick to it. Beautiful. So you've heard it from her. You've heard it from Gabriela herself. Know the reason why you're going into that career. Know the reason why. Because that will keep you going. That will keep you going when the challenges of media comes in. And the challenges of media is not easy, easy like that. So you have to be thick, strong, mm-hmm. and be sure that you want to get going even when the challenges are moving you side by side. Thank you so much, Gabriela. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate you. Thank you too. Thank you for you know spending all the time to join us on the show today. I had a brief, beautiful moment Thank with you. you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we come to the end of today's interview, and I'm sure that you actually learned from today's show. I did, and. You can drop us a comment on our social media, social media page. Let us know what you feel. And okay, before we go, Gabriela, um, some of our audience might want to reach you. Do you have any contact you want to drop on the show for us today for them to reach you if they have other things to ask or they would love you love to talk to you on one thing or the other? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, you can reach me on Instagram. If you just send me a DM, I'll definitely respond to your DM at Gabani. That's uh, G-A-B-A-N-I-E. That's my Instagram handle. So anyone can reach me via DM, just send me a DM All right. on Instagram. Yeah, she would definitely respond. She's, she's quite good at that. Yeah, she responds promptly to messages. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... My name still remains Visayo Dayosamo. I want to say thank you so much for joining us on today's show. See you again next time on our next episode of Behind Radio. Thank you for listening to Behind Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. 
for your inquiries and comments, send an email to behindradiopodcast at gmail.com. Visit behindradio.com to listen to more episodes. Get <laughs> him